Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge here on Absolute Radio. Um, I'm already, I'm already regretting how chipper that good morning was. Oh, that was you went in too high, didn't what? you? I went we in so high. It's all downhill from here, isn't it? I don't feel that that chipper either. That is absolute. No. What, did, did it, it feel unnatural when you did it? Fake bonhomie. Yeah. That's is that it. how you pronounce that word? I think so, yeah. It is, bonhomie. I think it is. Bonhomie. It's one of those words. What was the one yeah. that I got mixed up the other day? Ori, I said. Which <laughs> Ori, A-W-R-Y. I went, Ori. I was like, that's, oh, not, right. that's not a word. No, that's not oh, a, a word. rye. It's a rye. Oh, get it, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> you have to have a second where you're like, what's that word mean? Ori. <laughs> yeah, don't know this word. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the Honestly, I do it all the time. I have. I've definitely got like, I mean, I've obviously got more common sense and more, uh, you know, world knowledge, I guess, in that mm. respect. But I've definitely got thicker. Like well, when you've it comes got, to. Yeah, you've just got Google now, I think. Yeah. Google. You think you've got cleverer, but you yeah. haven't. You just Google it. Well, no, you exactly. couldn't do that 20 years ago. Yeah, the information is closer at hand. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting, I think, is that people have got thicker because <laughs> they've got Google. But on the flip side, they've got more confident that they're right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, that's what's... Back in the day, you know, if you were in a pub... We've done it before now, where we've, had, where we've been in a pub and we've, had, we've been chatting, and someone's come up that neither of us knows, and then yeah. we, but we sort of know it, some there in the ether... Mm-hmm. And you try yeah. and, you know, and you've said, don't don't Google it. Let's see if we can get Let's there. Let's see if we can find our minds to find this, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like when somebody says something outrageous that you know is not true and you go, you just Wikipedia it and that's, you know, because that's kryptonite for liars, isn't it? Of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it is, yeah. It is, isn't it? What is it? Well, it's all here, mate. In, I mean, Wikipedia is not a real encyclopedia. It's Anyone can put anything on there, but, <laughs> I know, but still, you go, here we go. That is proof and fact that you are wrong, my friend. I know. I wonder if it. I wonder if the internet has been the death knell of the, the Biesa. Um, I think, yeah, yeah. Do you know maybe. what I mean? Because you know, we all know growing up there was that one guy, yeah, oh, who yeah. was yeah. absolute king mm, of the Biesa. I know. I knew a couple of like beautiful kings. You of, had a cracker. Who was the fellow at your school who was an absolute? Oh, I mean, beauty. he told the story. I mean, I can't even tell it now because it, it went on for about three years. It was this guy. He was his brother's friend. He went out with Pamela Anderson. Um, he was just, oh, it was, oh, it went on forever. I mean, I'd, amazing. I mean, I'd, it's a book. <laughs> I mean, I remember there being a horrendous story about like a motorbike accident. Yeah, that's how he, he was called. That's how it ended. That's how he died in the end. <laughs> he he fell off his motorbike doing two hundred and fifty miles an hour, and he was at the side of the road holding his heart, and it was still beating. Holding his own heart. But this is the best thing. When he told the story, he he was holding his own heart, still beating. When he told the story, Bob Warman, who was the pre- was the presenter on Central News when I was growing up, was crying when he read it out on the news. He's on the side of the road holding his own heart. <laughs> Still beating. Oh, he's just like, oh god, mate, you've gone, re- you've really gone to town on this. But with no, with no Wikipedia or, or Google mm-hmm. to check it. Let me just have a little check in the. I Google everything now, though. I, I literally, I, sometimes I go, "What's my wife called again?" And then I'll Google it and go, "Oh, right, Sam." You know, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm never. Well, you're joking, but I actually one of the good things about having friends who are on the telly. Is you can check when the birthdays are, and often they pop up on the. Oh yeah, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. I've done that before. God, when's John Bishop's birthday now? And oh yeah, God, it's tomorrow. Wikipedia. Okay, <laughs> Wikipedia, like just check yeah. it. Yeah, I've, I've done that a fair few times. It's good <laughs> to know, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty accurate. Or you know when like um, oh, I've done this as well where I've forgotten the partner's name of somebody. Oh, and you've Googled it. And you've just gone online. How's Claire? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jimmy Carr's wife. Yeah. And how's... Just give me a minute. Got slow reception. (laughs) How is... um, Three sheep. What's the Wi-Fi code? I just want to ask you about your wife, but I don't know her name. (laughs) The internet, making us cleverer and thicker at the exact same time. Do you know what I like about us on this show, Steve? And it might what? infuriate other people, but I like that because we just—we've actually not spoke for a few days, which is unlike us. No, so we're just we're catching up, aren't we? We're actually live. genuinely catching up live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I like the fact that we often cover like two or three, maybe five topics, a range of topics. I would imagine—I'd imagine, I would imagine yeah. some people wouldn't like that. Well, we, when I used we just... to work at XFM, 
uh, back in the day, uh, that was one of the things I used to get uh, told off for. Like when I used yeah. to do breakfast, they go, look, people can only concentrate on, this, on a couple of things. So when you do your link, uh, just do the one topic. And I say, well, that's not how conversation works. And he's like, well, if you prepped it, it would be how it worked. But my mate, my mate used to live in Australia and he, his mates used to do a radio show. I think there was three of them. They're like the wacky lads or something like this. And the <laughs> yeah. boss called them in the office. Boys. Yeah, there's any boys in the breakfast. <laughs> and the boss called them in the office and he had a bowl of uh, like jelly beans. And he went, you see this? And he threw one up in the air <clears throat> and one of them caught it. And he went, that's a topic. That's how radio works. You know what you're doing? And he grabbed two handfuls of jelly beans and just threw them in their faces. And he went, exactly. You can't concentrate. Stop it. So that's one way to learn. Yeah, that's. I think that's probably what Adem needs to do with us. Well, it's a good job, it's a good job I'm hiding in my shed. Don't get a jelly bean here. You're in your shed. I'm in my room. The house is empty for the first time in... I can't even tell you how long. What's I can't remember like? last time this house. Is it, is it eerie? It is, is a it bit good? eerie, actually. It's kind of weird. Um, yeah, it's very odd. Very, very odd. Uh, everyone's just out today. And I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Uh, and it's nice to be able to do the show without the worry, you know, that someone's going to come in screaming yeah. or... Bring like you my a lovely omelette. Yeah, lovely omelette. My wife sneaks up on me like a Prius. Yeah, and she does, like yeah. <laughs> the amount of time she comes up behind me, she does when she when she comes to a halt. She always goes as well, doesn't she? Like <laughs> you can just hear the wheels. So thankfully, uh, there'll be none of that today. Uh, but we are going to be chatting about uh, throughout the show today. We are going to be chatting about uh, some weird festivals and and traditions that go on in the UK because me and Steve are both looking uh, this August about possibly you know finding somewhere. Well, we've just decided, haven't we? We're not going to yeah. go anywhere. No one's going abroad. So let's just find yeah. a weird town where they all dress as Pokemon. And uh, exactly. go there for the That's day. That's the sort of thing we're looking for. So, uh, so if you're on social media, don't text the show. But if you're on social media, do feel free to uh, recommend your town, recommend your village, uh, anywhere weird and wonderful in the UK that uh, that often gets overlooked. Uh, for visitors and tourists, we want to hear from you. Uh, like I said, don't text in, but do get in touch on the Facebook and the Twitter and the whatnot. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Comedy show went well this week, Steve. Oh, yeah, good, good. Yeah, yeah, we're, 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 we've been uh, supported now by Iceland. You know, I did some uh, delivery stuff for them. Mm, driving and, stuff, yeah. Um, yeah, and they got in touch and said, um, said, oh, you know, we got so, so much lovely feedback off, uh, off you doing some driving for us. We, we want to mm. support your comedy now. Did, so- did you not answer the phone for the first few rings? They thought, is it more driving they want? <laughs> Iceland calling. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I um, no, it was lovely actually, and they uh, so we're doing six shows. We've got four of the grown-up ones. Uh, one was last night uh, with um, that's on Thursdays at eight o'clock, yeah. and then uh, on the, we've got two family shows as well on the Saturday afternoon. So we've got like Dick and Dom and uh, some comics who are doing stand-up for kids, uh, like some mad scientist and a juggler, and you know all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. that'll be fun. Something to do in the holidays, and anyway, so uh, keep your eye out for that. And um, but obviously now I'm on the inside. Now I sort of now I'm like a you're you know, an Iceland insider. I'm an Iceland man. Yeah, you are. Um, you are a yoga guy and you're an Iceland guy. I, I've done yoga this morning already. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's the first thing I do when I get up. Now, Steve, that's yeah, me. Of course, because you you're a yoga guy. You take your splint right. off and you're right straight into the yoga. Freddie splint off. Yeah, that's um, it. And uh, I am. Well, it, it was interesting because it came up this week uh, when we were, we were talking about it. Um, because there's been a rise in sort of comfort foods. Oh, I bet there has, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolute mad rise when it comes to uh, the various foods. That we got. So various stuff's gone out the window, obviously, but necessities have come. So uh, Co-op have said uh, sales of Spam, Smash, Custard Powder mm. and Packet Trifle, I don't even know what that is, have uh, oh, rocketed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, but like to an unbelievable level, packet trifle is up seven hundred and thirty-eight percent, Steve. Wow, I don't even know what a packet trifle is. Well, I guess it's just all the ingredients. I don't yeah, think it's like a Willy Wonka is... yeah. sort of situation. <laughs> like, I'll have to have a look at this. It's in yeah. the co-op, yeah. <laughs> yeah, tin pineapples up three hundred percent. Pickled onions, one hundred and sixty-six percent. Corned beef is up ninety percent. Basically, what's mm-hmm. happened is uh, we're letting dads do the shopping. Yeah, basically, yeah. 
that's what's happened, isn't it? Because he's just, just come he's... back and gone. We'll have corned beef hash. You know how to make it? <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll never starve again. Corned beef's more expensive than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> just he's obviously gone out. I'm going to buy a load of stuff that never goes off. You say it's a waste of money, love, but that corned mm. beef will outlive us. Well, I no, did this at the start. I've still got. I've still got a cupboard full. Of, you know, I've always had a war cupboard, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I've still got a cupboard full of. I've got something like 460 pilchards just that sitting in there. They don't go. Ahead, you know, <laughs> no. they will. Yeah, they're, they're basically. They'll be an here after the war. Son. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, when they become currency. There you go. That's for your war cupboard, son. I started collecting these in 1998. Oasis were in the charts. Oh, it was heady days. Blair was at number ten. <laughs> uh, but that's what essentially is happening. And and. There was a food uh, psychologist who said uh, that it's because food from happier times stirs yeah. happier memories. And in I these agree with this. Times, we want comfort. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I sort of agree with it. Who's getting, who's getting comfort from a tin of processed ham? Yeah, but it's not just that, is it? It's stuff we like don't have a, my... No, don't my have a tub mo- of Ben and Jerry's in Edelford. No, my mother-in-law, about sort of a year ago, she had sort of a bit of a, like a virus thing and she felt really... Un- and she, I brought her back here and I was like, what do you want? Do you want to eat? Anything, I'll get you anything. You go eat something. She went... I want Hunter's chicken. <laughs> Out of nowhere, she just What's said Hunter's that? chicken. Well, it's like a chicken breast and it's covered in sort of mozzarella and some sort of sauce. Mm. But that is the one that I've seen everywhere. Hunter's chicken is the ultimate comfort food, I think. It's chicken Hunter's breast chicken. with cheese and some sort of oh, barbecue yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, but I'd never heard of it until about a year and a half mm. ago. Now, it's on, it's, and she said she hadn't had it for 20 years. And now, every time I go, do you want something to She goes, Hunter's chicken. Hunter's it's chicken. It's the go to comfort meal. Hunter's Cheesy barbecue favourites, Hunter's mm. Chicken. Have a go, have a have a little bang on the Hunters. I tell mm. you. Well, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing is, um, and it came up in conversation last night. Is the Iceland chicken tikka lasagna, Steve? The what? You heard? <laughs> do you love chicken tikka, Steve? I do. Do you love lasagna? I do. Well, have I got <laughs> the frozen food stuff for you, mate? I like frozen food as well. <laughs> well, this is perfect. A chicken. T- I'm going to send you these. I'm going to get you. I'm going to. I'm going to book an Iceland delivery, and I'm going to. I'm, I'm in there. Have you got a bit of room in your freezer? We haven't got a massive freezer, so don't okay, go. Okay, I won't go mad. But I'm going to. See them. Geordie's rinsed us with all that fish. That's still in there. <laughs> oh yeah, we must talk about that at some point. Um, the it's yeah. Basically, it's uh, it's that it's two ancient and proud traditions. Smash the Italians <laughs> and the Indians have come together. Um, and uh, it's it's strangely delicious. Um, I don't know where they are now. They seem to be out of whether they're out of stock or they've stopped doing them or can't keep up with the demand. I don't know, but I want it. I want yeah, one. Back. I want it. A chicken tea. Well, if you've got the ear of the Iceland man, can you? Have well, a I'm going to have work? a chat. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. have a little chat with uh, Iceland CEO. Uh, now I'm, you know, now I'm in there. Yeah, yeah, you're at the uh, table, aren't you? With the, yeah, it's got big guys. Is yeah. it cold in there? Yeah, I mean it's pretty chilly, uh, but, um, but I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely yeah, fine with that. So fine, yeah. just take um, a jumper as long as you know. Go, you dressed accordingly, don't you? So anybody, um, anybody wants any fusions of uh, different uh, world foods put together? Uh, right. Come to me. I'll speak to Iceland. All right, good. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I went up to the Lake District weekend. Just gone. Oh yes, you did. Yeah, lovely. It was that. Oh. Lovely. So nice just to get out of our village. Mm, yeah. You know? Um one of the things I spotted on the on the way up there. By the way, I'm just I'm about I'm gonna revolutionise uh travelling in cars with kids in a minute. Okay, That's how okay. yeah, I'm go I'm I've I've you will never have to play I spy or leave them on an iPad ever again. Oh, okay. Mm. okay. How's that for a self forward? Well that it's a it's a big it's a big it's a thing. Big claim, saying, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, well stick around. Uh, before I do that, though, I just want to mention, um, I kept seeing this uh, um, lo- these lorries going past. Now, obviously, you see your Eddie Stobarts and all mm-hmm. those ones. There's one, right? I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're, they're based up in Scotland, so maybe I don't know how far down they come. Uh, but they're a big old company, but they're called Malcolm Logistics. No, I haven't seen Malcolm Logistics. <laughs> and I saw about six of them on the way there, and I was driving. I was sort of in my own little world. And I kept just thinking... At what point did Malcolm at Malcolm Logistics think, mm. I'm going to name this company 
after yeah, myself. How, how much resistance was there? Yeah, from the rest right, of guys, the board. I've got, uh, I've got, I've got a new name for the yeah. company. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I, uh, I built this from scratch myself, so yeah. I think I'm going to name it uh, after me. Freight Logistics. Sorry, Malcolm. Oh, I thought you were going to use your surname. No, no, <laughs> we're going to. Uh, no, I'm going to use your surname. Uh, Logistics. <laughs> Malcolm Logistics. Okay. That, I mean, it doesn't. So that's what. So that's that's what we're working to until we yeah. come up with a proper name. Okay. So no, 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 no. So, sorry, what? No, that's its actual name. Malcolm with the Malcolm Group, and this is Malcolm Logistics. It just sounds like you you can work with with Malcolms. No, that's what we're calling it. Should we uh, have haulage anywhere in the title? No, no, Malcolm. Malcolm for an international company, and they've gone with Malcolm. Maybe it's his surname. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe, maybe he's maybe he's called yeah. something. Maybe he's Malcolm, called Malcolm yeah. Malcolm, <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know which name he's gone with. I just you know when you're coming up with names uh, of companies, mm. you, you've got to think further than yourself, haven't you? You've got yeah, you've got to not just to the first one that comes into your head, which is clearly what's happened there. Yeah, unless originally you just had a van, and you know. It was just Malcolm Logistics, is that what they're called? <laughs> I mean... Uh, and then, you know, people love the brand, and he was like, well, I can't change the name now. I can't just change myself to something else. So people trust no. Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does sound like someone you can trust, but mm. it does seem... I don't know. I would imagine Malcolm started the company as well, and he's retired now, and it's his son. And he's like, oh, forever in his shadow, because I mean, he's, he's only got this job because his dad's retired, and now he's like, "Hello, Malcolm Logistics." No, Malcolm, that no, I'm his son. No, he's not here. You can't speak to him. It's just forever like being. Oh, got to feel sorry for young Malcolm Junior. <laughs> There's some terrible names, terrible name companies out there. I remember seeing one in America once uh, called Mo the Morning Wood Company. The Morning yeah. Wood Company. Do you think they've gone with that on purpose? That's just. I think so because, like, their slogan was like, "You've got to get up early to beat us." Mm. Like it was really like they really yeah, laid it. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> they really went in hard. Oh, uh, yeah, if, oh, well, God. I sorry, I didn't mean to say that bit. Cracky, this is getting worse. Let's you should work for them. <laughs> pretty bad, pretty bad. But um, yeah, no, Malcolm. Someone needs to have a chat with uh, Malcolm Logistics. Malcolm Logistics. <laughs> Where real music matters. So I did promise that I was going to revolutionise car travel, Steve. Oh, yeah, OK. So yeah, I invented ready. this game this weekend. Um, now, I'm not claiming that I'm the first person to ever think about it, but okay. I, when I released my book um, and website... It will be the title of this and, game. Yeah. Yes, this is my game. OK, <laughs> right. OK, OK. So, you know, you're in the car, and obviously you've got a young boy as well who probably he's probably not good at spelling yet, so I spy is... It's, yeah, tricky, yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that is a, that's a tough There's that's no a tough point game. getting angry with them. <laughs> no, no. And it's, you know... we It's we a silent P! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't do Come that. on, you're four! <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we often do, I spy my advertise, something the colour of. Oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, we do that a little bit. That sort of works. But again... I mean, I'm colour blind, though, and I said this... Again, <laughs> now I'm out of this game. <laughs> I mean, my, already, yeah, my son already that. thinks I'm an idiot because he goes, there's not yellow, there's green. I'm like, okay, all right. Well, listen, I'm colourblind, all right? <laughs> but you must look at something that you know 100% is green and go, okay, although my brain is telling yeah, me that when it's yellow. Yeah, but when you're on a, yeah. No, but he's got a boat, like he's got a little boat. Oh, I see, right. But you're looking at grass, you're not going... Don't be no, stupid, that's blue. If I, could, or, you know. if I was blind, I'd know what colour grass was, wouldn't yeah. I? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, I'm going to tell you what, this is This is going to change your life on long trips. Okay. It got us through a whole weekend of driving around the lake. Lake district, right? okay, yeah, got Yeah. On. Car bingo. How does it work? Okay, where does it work? Right, so what you have I'm to do is... I'm picturing you've got one of those little sort of things on the dash when you roll the numbers around. Like yeah, I mean, cow. in an ideal world, you would yeah. you would go for... No, no, it's not. It's nothing to do with numbers. You don't need a dabber. What you do is... So say it's my go. I go, okay. right. Sheep, truck, sign, wooden fence, flag. Okay, so... So do they write all those things down and then they've you got... You can write them down or you can remember... Okay. You can remember five things. You know, even Donald yeah. Trump can remember five things. Can he? Yeah, that's what he literally said it this week. Yeah, he can, oh, he can remember wow, five that's things. That's pretty impressive. He's like, man, woman, camera, 
person interview. See, I can remember. <laughs> it was like the maddest interview you've ever heard. Yeah. Um, so that's what you do. So you, 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 I mean, obviously, when I when I release my book, yeah, on Car Bingo. What's the book I'll, called? It's just Is called, called Car, Bingo? Car Bingo. Okay. Um, copyright and uh, maybe a road trip bingo. I've not decided yet, mm-hmm. but okay. um, and you can make it basic. You know, like so I was like sheep, uh, truck, sign, flag. Uh, wooden fence or whatever and then you just have to then all look for those things and yeah. tick them off as and when you find them now obviously yeah. we just did it on the top of our heads but you could if you had a bit of foresight you could print these out you could get pictures of them if and, you wanted. and obviously you know where you're going so you well, know what's coming ahead in the journey of Noah. so you could do like sheep cow fence Dove Cottage, Wordsworth Home. You could do that. Yeah, if you so, for example, driving around the Lake District, you would mm-hmm. you would factor it to go. You know, uh, three cyclists uh, riding abreast uh, across each other illegally. Yes. Um, <coughs> yeah. You know, you could. If you, you could, were doing uh, it around Newcastle, man with his top off in the winter, you could <laughs> yeah. do exactly. Any of you know, in Liverpool, you'd be like woman with permanently surprised eyebrow face. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. so Just, you, you, you could, tailor it to whichever you city. Tailor you're it in. to wherever you are. Very exactly. good. Exactly. But honestly, car bingo. Get on it. It was it, it, it flew by. Our whole weekend flew by. And what was great was, because you do that thing where you, we've all done this, where you've got, you, you get on your iPad and then that just keeps your kids quiet. And that's good, but the, the guilt sometimes does seep in that your kids are yeah, not yeah. looking out the blooming window and looking yeah. at apps or right. whatever. Yeah. yeah, Ryan. Ryan's, Ryan's toys. Yeah, exactly. He's crazy dad. I've fallen over. <laughs> All right, calm down, mate. It's not about you. So there you go. I'm, I'm taking it car right bingo. Back. Is that what you call it? Bing- Jason Manford's you know car bingo. I'd call it Kingo. 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 But spell it with a C. Listen, hear me out. Mm. So you know it's. So the people who know the game will say, will know it's called Kingo. But the C is for car. But it will sound like some weird Spanish game. Like, wow, that's that great game. Kingo. <laughs> Dingo, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Oh, bingo. <laughs> I'm not sure, Malcolm. I'm okay. Like... <laughs> well, I'm going to start my own firm called Malcolm Logistics. Ah, oh, what? <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Me and Steve have actually both been away in the last couple of weeks because uh, you went camping didn't you a few weeks back i went camping went down went down to rye had a little camp with my son first time he ever went oh, camping oh lovely. gorgeous love that. the campfire it's good when you got one kid because you can basically go this is what we're doing mm, and yeah. uh, you know especially when they're young they can get into it when you sort of have multiple children <laughs> that's what yeah. i've got um every one of them's got an opinion yeah so it, yeah. two of them like camping one of them doesn't like it well, you can't go. You know yeah, what I mean? So that's one the of end of that, isn't it? Yeah. But also, as I said to her, I said, look, nobody likes camping, sweetheart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody, no. nobody loves it. No. It's just something you do. So the next time you have a nice holiday in a hotel, you appreciate it. Yeah. That's what but you also, for. Yeah, and also you can't light a fire in a little room in a hotel. You can. Well, you, you can. Probably, you know, trip <laughs> advisor. coming out of your deposit. Come, yeah, exactly. It's definitely coming out of your deposit. <laughs> Uh, so you went down to Ryan. You can't, and, and was it full on? Uh, so you were intense, and you were and you lit a, a fire. Was it not yeah, too hot? He just was wanted to. The marsh was quite weekend? hot in the night, but then at the at night it got really cold. But it was just lovely. Just a big field. There was nothing what? there really. What is it they it? love about burnt marshmallows, kids? Well, this is the thing. My son was. That's all he spoke about for two weeks. I know. Cooking cooking mushrooms by the fire. He kept saying, "Kept getting two words mixed up." <laughs> I was like, "Well, I'm just going to buy you mushrooms because that's yeah. what you've been saying." <laughs> and I got these giant marshmallows. He literally went, "There's the fire. There's a the marshmallow. Just eat it." I was like, "No, no, you can toast." He went, "No, not doing that." And he just was just eating them out of the bag. He put them on a stick to eat yeah. them, but he wasn't interested in putting them near a fire. Was like, How weird. Ah, that's just why would you do that? It's a weird thing. What you have to, what you should do though with the. Uh... With the marshmallow. Here's another Jason Jason Manford top tip. Okay, yeah. Uh, marshmallow. So what you do is you, you melt the marshmallow um, yeah. and then you put it between two biscuits. Oh, is it? what's this? It's got a name, hasn't it, this? What's is it, it called, called like a s'more or something? Yeah, s'more, that's it. S'more, yeah, it's like an American thing. Um, oh, my God. Change I would say life. as well. Yeah, I would say always toast marshmallows at night time when it's going a bit dark because then you can see that blue flame if it's caught yes because <laughs> you can't see that in the day and it's actually on fire oh it's a treat it's a treat I mean, we didn't get to that we had um we did like an airbnb 
Um, we stayed at a uh, a little cottage nice. uh, up near uh, Ambleside, and um, it was just lovely, really nice. Really, nice. I went cycling, put my bikes up there. Um, I've got like a a trailer because obviously I've got so many bikes in our family. Yeah. Um, so I took my trailer. And of, my wife was, refuses to drive the car with a trailer. She's like, I'm not doing Why? that. She just doesn't it's, like it. You know, it's like, yeah. it, you know, it is a bit weird. Like, it's yeah. sort of unnatural, you know. Um, but the, the problem is, <laughs> maybe somebody can tell me on social media, you just can't reverse with a trailer on. Because yeah, you've got to factor in which angle. You've got to get the angle right on that going backwards, haven't you? <sighs> and, and it's impossible. It's like a weird trick. Like, mm. you turn the, the steering wheel left, it goes left. You turn the steering wheel right, it still goes left. Like, I'm like, what? I don't know how to do this. In the I, end, yeah. we ended up pulling up. I, I, I got out the car, I took the trailer off, unhooked it, unplugged it, did all that, turned the car around. Plugged it back on again. <laughs> plugged it back in. That was the only way of doing it. Well, it's simpler sometimes, isn't it? The other way is you could just go sort of 20 miles out your way and just do a big circle. That was, that was what I nearly did. No that was option thought. two. Yeah. Some people on those little roads, though, in the lakes oh, and that. I know. Yeah. I mean, I know they're confident, but I'm not. No. Flying through those roads. And and it is mad. Like, some of the roads are like, uh, this is national speed limit. Like, really? Because I, I literally can't see anything like around yeah. the corner sheer drops either side and you're like yeah, off yeah. you go 70 mile an hour right. yourself out. really enjoy it it's really terrifying and people with like uh you know big trailers or big um motorhomes <laughs> that getting stuck on these tiny 14th century bridges you're like you think yeah yeah, yeah. not a good idea <laughs> no but um but no it was lovely it was really nice was decent weather i had i went for a good cycle oh, listen to this let me describe this to you steve so this oh, is come. essentially Sort of the first time I'd been alone in 130 days. Yeah. So I said to my wife and the kids, I said, right, I'm going to go for a cycle, little explore, and work out how we get down to Windermere and if it's viable uh, on your bikes. But I'm going to yes. go out first as a sort of, you know, like a canary in down the yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, recce. And so off I went on my bike, got my helmet on, got my gloves, got my, you know, I'm off. And I cycle down and it's, and I start going down this hill. Well, you know what it's like going down a hill, Steve. There's nothing it, more fun on a bike. Oh, it's, it's Wee. everything. Wee. Wind through your hair, it's going up your shorts. You oh, everything's flapping. Absolutely. Oh, a lovely treat. dream. Life doesn't get any better, does it? No, and it, and there's you know, there's no negatives. And I'm going down this hill for a good, you know, four or five minutes. It was just Oh, it's a lovely hill. Yeah. And I got to the bottom of the hill and I brought my little bag with me and I had a couple of snacks in my bag and I brought my book. Even though I was only going out for a recce, I was actually yeah, going yeah. out just took to your chill out by you. myself. Yeah, took my book. Why are you taking a book with you? Uh, it's a recce, just in case, you know. I, just um, got to make notes. Yeah. <laughs> like in a fiction novel, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yep, 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 yep. Got down there, went for a lovely swim in Windermere, actually got in the oh, water. Lovely. Yeah, nice. had a little cold water swim. Well, it's like an Iron Man challenge, this, isn't it? Oh, he was the best I did a triathlon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I sat under a... Um, Sat under a tree in the sunshine, read my book. You know, like a cartoon. Drying off. Yeah, like drying, drying off. Drying off. No one around. Not another soul. Oh, Absolutely beautiful. Just... Occasionally, someone would go past on a, on a speedboat. Everybody's yeah. going surfing. You know, yeah. right, mate, I'm trying to have a nice time here. <laughs> mate, you're not ruining it. <laughs> I'm, in na- I'm in nature. Surfing yeah. USA. All right. Enjoy Ain't yourself. You're ruining it. We were in poetry. You should have been reading poetry. You should have been reading oh, Wordsworth, really. should have been, Saturday. really, yeah. Wondering anyway, cloud. got yeah. back on the bike. And, yeah. of course... What is the one downside, ironically? Yeah. (laughs) Of coming down a hill. Oh, my God. You've got to go back up that hill. I mean, God. They've not got a ski lift, have they? No. I mean, Maybe they should invest in that. It took me 40 minutes to do what took me two minutes. (laughs) Did you walk it or did you try and. I just got off my bike and walked it. Because you're just standing up, aren't you? Forcing a pedal down. You might as well just Just, walk it. Yeah, it's not fun. Were there people (laughs) on your way up? Did you see anyone coming down? Whee! Wait till you get to the bottom, mate. Because that would have ruined it. If you were wee, wee, halfway down and you saw somebody trudging up all red faced, pushing their bike, you'd have gone, oh no. So you could have ruined that experience for other people. Somebody went past in a Land Rover and I nearly grabbed the back of it like Martin McFly. Back to the future, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. But no, it was a lovely, lovely weekend, but my, my legs are still burning. Mm. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. So we're looking at uh, at the summer going forward, really. Mm. Um, 
And it'd be nice to find somewhere because I've been doing a lot of a lot of googling, a lot of searching. Um, I mean, obviously, that a lot of the prices have gone right up because they know we're yeah. trapped. Yeah, we're stuck um, here, aren't we? So yeah, and you know, it's the hip, it's the hypocrisy of most people. Most people are like this. I'm just admitting my own hypocrisy, uh, and my hypocrisy is, I would absolutely love to support British tourism. But my hypocrisy is, I begrudge spending two grand to stay in this country. <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. Do you know what I mean? No weather, the weather's not guaranteed, you know, all those sort of things. Yeah. And I'm aware I'm a hypocrite. I'm not, I'm not even trying to hide it. Um, so that's been difficult. But there are some beautiful places. We know there are some gorgeous places up to Anglesey and down to, you know, uh, down to Bournemouth and Devon and Cornwall and Scotland. Oh my God. Could you find a more beautiful country than Scotland? Like yeah. there's some cracking places to go. Wales um, as well. North Wales. Wales. Oh. Remember when we went to, was it my stag deal? Was it yours? It was your stag It was deal. mine. It was yeah. yours when I had your dad and your uncle Gary in the car. That's and right. we were driving through that sort of black slate, Mike, like big sort of, Mountains oh, yeah. that's so beautiful. Just looks like it's just from another world. And it's everything's amazing. sort of like a black mountain, just slate everywhere. Nothing. You can't see anything. It's just windy roads. And there was a rainbow in the sky and a sort of black cloud coming down on top of the mountains, like piercing the top. And Gary, who's your uncle, who's not the <laughs> most lyrical of people, went it's it's like it's like the mountains have punctured the sky and their bleeding beauty. <laughs> Wow, what's happened? Where did that come from? What's happened to this That's guy? That's the sort of thing Wales does to you, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Makes you, makes you poetic, you mm. know. Um, and that's the thing. I always, you know, when I'm driving around the country, I always think, you know what? If you could guarantee the weather in this country, you wouldn't go anywhere else. You'd be like Americans, you know, like eight yeah. percent of Americans have got a passport or whatever. Yeah. And you think, well, and, you, and sometimes you're a bit sniffy about it. You're like, oh, they've not got passports. They don't travel. You're like, well, you've been to America. Why would you go anywhere else? You've literally got the glaciers right down to uh, gorgeous hot weather. And you go to Vegas, you've got a little Eiffel Tower, a little Big Ben, you've got everything here. Exactly, exactly. Why would you need to go anywhere? Um, And that's a bit like this country, I think. There is no need to go anywhere. So we've been having a little look to see, because you said something to me the other day, Steve, about going to like uh, weird festivals and traditions. Yeah, I think we've just resigned ourselves that we're not going to go anywhere abroad this year. Uh, so we're just going to try and find like little villages that have a little weird thing one day a week, one day a year, you know. Yeah. It's been going on for 500 years where they all sort of like sit in a wheelbarrow and eat spaghetti and then Yeah, like the cheese rolling and all yeah, that. Yeah, like the cheese rolling. A lot of them are, lot of, when I looked, a lot of them are sort of, you know, start of summer, start of spring and May yeah, and stuff. A lot of them will be cancelled, I guess. Yeah, well, there's this, there was I found like a scarecrow festival somewhere that looked really good, but that was a oh, virtual I scarecrow would... festival this year. <laughs> virtual scarecrow I was once driving back from Bridlington mm. I'll never forget it Bridlington Art Centre um, I was on with Mark Watson that's how much detail I, I remember about this gig yeah because I'll never forget my night I drove there and there was a little village and it was one of those villages that you had to drive 10 mile an hour through because yeah, it was you yeah. know little roads and that but obviously with those sort of things even at two o'clock in the morning or whatever, one o'clock in the morning when you're driving home, you've still got to do that speed limit. Yeah. So 10 mile an hour I'm going and I'm coming home and it's pitch black, absolutely pitch black. And what I didn't realise was this little village somewhere near Bridlington uh, had a scarecrow festival. Oh, you were driving through the, uh, when it was happening? Yeah, but at midnight. And you had... <laughs> at like and midnight. And you had no warning that this was going to be... <laughs> No warning okay. at all. Um, so, what was the be... first thing that that freaked you? Well, out? I'm driving and I see and I see a fella uh, stood on the side of the road, and it was a lollipop man. I thought, crikey, he's up early, working late, like, or early. Yeah. Well, that was weird. I didn't sort of register. That was a bit odd. And I looked and I, and I noticed he had no face. But again, I just thought it's Yorkshire, isn't it? I don't Yorkshire, know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I sort of crack on, and then, as if it didn't get weirder, there was two people sat at a little table. Just having a cup of tea. It's midnight, Steve. Oh, what? What? There's a couple of scarecrows just sat there having a cup of tea. Yorkshire tea's lovely, yeah. So exactly, Mm. it's best tea. And then I drive a bit further. This is where it starts to get creepy. And you, there's in the in the churchyard, the the the, the cemetery. There is a an actual vicar stood there, just in the middle of dressed in black. In the middle of the graveyard. Just in the middle of the graveyard at midnight, Steve. (laughs) 
<laughs> and oh, I thought, well, and, I, and I'm going 10 mile and I'm creeping through this village. Yeah, and you still have to go 10 mile an hour as well. Yeah, even though my God's heart God. is saying, let's get out of here. <laughs> my heart is saying, go 70. <laughs> and, and as I'm going through, I think, and as I'm looking at this vicar scarecrow in, a, in the middle of the, 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 the cemetery there, I thought that was the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And as I, those thoughts didn't even finish my that head, sentence. I didn't even Creepy. finish that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I get to the school, the little school oh. as I'm going through, and in the middle of the playground, there's about 40 child scarecrows at a maple. See, this, <laughs> this is the sort of thing I want to do rather than go to Spain. I think it's called Kettlewell. Kettlewell, maybe, is, is Kettlewell. Uh, okay. where it is, yeah. That's Absolutely terrifying. terrifying. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I tell you, what we don't have, Steve, in this country is that, is that, um, that like, weird tomato thing that they do in oh, Spain. Oh, they do in, uh, yeah, yeah. That so looks amazing, doesn't it? They just sort of throw tomato, rotten tomatoes at each other's face. Just... Tomatoes, everyone, yeah. Do you reckon they'll do that this year? That sounds like it might be a uh, sort of yeah, bit of a nightmare. Yeah, because yes, you've got to sanitise your hand before you pick up the tomato, throw it in somebody's face, don't rub it out your eyes with your fingers. <laughs> <sighs> it's not worth it, is it? Yeah, you, you can't be doing that. Maybe you, you could to... just do it with ketchup in a bottle and then you spray it because then it's all yeah. a little bit. Clean maybe, no yeah, have to yeah. go right. You've well, got to adapt, haven't you? Factor it in, normal, yeah. isn't it, yeah. You, you got you got to spray me from a head tomato. You get like one of the super soakers and just fill it full of like passata and just, <laughs> just <laughs> run through town. That'd be great. There you go. Well, let's organise that. We can do that. There you go. That's the British version. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a little look online at some festivals that are happening in the UK. Oh, yeah. Uh, so okay. we mentioned cheese rolling before. That happens in Gloucestershire. The Gloucester one, isn't it? Yeah, when they yeah. all down hill and break their collarbones. <laughs> yeah, basically. Cooper's yeah. Hill. Uh, the extreme sport of UK's festivals, the Cooper's Hill Maybank Holiday. So I'm, I'm guessing that's that one of the happened. most, that's probably the most famous mad one, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's so risky that campa- campaigners have suggested a ban on the 15th century event. Uh, not surprising, to be fair. The rolling takes place on a grassy hill uh, with a gradient of uh, one three. I don't know what that is, but it's. What's it's, the, is, the, is the objective to catch the cheese or to be the first to the bottom? You can't catch the cheese. The cheese is going faster than. Well, you, the isn't cheese it? is given one second head start yeah. <laughs> on the runners. Have you got to try and uh, catch the cheese then, or have you just it, got to? Yeah, get you to basically the got to catch it. Yeah, you, you you can reach speeds of over seventy miles an hour. Oh, no cheese. way! <laughs> You're going to catch the cheese, the cheese cap. I mean, the facts are there now, aren't they? He goes, can you run 70 miles an hour? No. Can you run 70 miles an hour downhill? No, definitely no. Well, you might be able to. Not all, I mean, not all in one go. Um, yeah. You saw, there's been lots of sprains, fractures, and uh, as people hurtled downwards. Uh, not everyone a lot of is sympathy, to, though. No, no. Everyone's aiming to catch the cheese, but few do. So the winner is simply the first person uh, to the foot of the hill. Uh, Still conscious. However, yeah, exactly. However, you get down. Yeah. Um, thanks to increased publicity in recent years, not least after the 1993 cheese rolling, uh, during which 15 people were injured. We all remember the cheese rolling disaster uh, of '93. Yeah, yeah, it's burnt into my uh, brain. <laughs> the event has become popular with adrenaline hunters from across the world. People come from all uh, over the place. Oh, you won't want that. It's a little village thing. You won't want some sort of American or some Russian superhero yeah. winning it, would you? Imagine they just the like... cheese back to Russia. No, come on, mate. This is <laughs> yeah. Tony's run it for the last four years. <laughs> yeah, well, no. no, well now there's a fellow who's f- from China and he's going to absolutely nail it. Yeah, so or he's, yeah. he's half robot. <laughs> <laughs> so there's cheese rolling. We could have a go at that at, uh, mm. next year, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are anything left this year? That's why I'm looking for something weird, know, like really. little festivals, like where yeah, they sort what's... of, you know, what about put a um... mayor or do something weird with the mayor. What about... Well, actually, there's one in... I, I, I don't know when this happens, but I know... I think it might be Swindon or somewhere yeah. like that, where they weigh the mare. Oh, see, this is the kind of thing I'm after. Yeah. Weigh the so mare. I think it might be Swindon. I was I was there once doing a, um, doing a, a gig, and it came up in conversation, said, oh, Hi, Wickham. That was it. Hi, Wickham. Hi, Wickham. So That's what happens is... Yeah, so High Wycombe, um, it dates back to something like the 18th century, uh, and they generally get a big full set of scales out 
in the in the town well, centre. Yeah. yeah, town centre. It's not like he doesn't stand on ones that you got in your bathroom. Like it's a full brass, you know, big brass scale. They've been using the same scale set for like two hundred years. Probably, probably. And he sits there. I think it's him and his wife actually asked to, or her, okay, her yeah. husband, whoever's the mayor at the time. And the idea is that if there's been weight loss. Then the whole crowd cheers because they assume that you've been working hard. Yes, um, okay, that makes obviously sense. if you, if you've uh, gained weight, uh, there's some booing because it means you've spent some of the taxes on, yeah. uh, on eating a loads of food. Chicken lasagna or something. <laughs> yeah, isn't it the maddest thing? I'd it's like so... to go and see that. That'd be good. Yeah, that sounds That's... good. I would not be into that, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, I get embarrassed just standing on the scales in my own bathroom when there's yeah. nobody watching. So same. I'm not sure load of people booing me because I've put on a couple well, of pounds. I mean, yeah, well, it'd make you, make you stick to a rigid diet, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, certainly get back on that couch to 5K soon enough. <laughs> Jason Manford. Uh, right, looking at some uh, of these festivals, Steve. Um, what yeah. about the Dorset knob throwing? So what? So talk me through it. I mean, is it all there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it includes knobby in knob painting, guest away to the big knob and it's knob just darts. Just checking doorknobs, yeah? Um... It doesn't confirm that, but basically, okay. yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the quirky pastime involves throwing dry, savoury biscuits called the Dorset okay. Knobs. It's a good name for a band, that. The Dorset Knobs. Dorset they Knobs. They are a good band. That'd be a great name for a band. Oh, hang on, my son's just walked in. Oh, is he all right? How? Come here a sec. Just say hello and then you're going to have to go. Say hello, do your radio voice. Hello, mate. Hello. Hello, mate, you OK? Yeah. Yeah? How's it going? What are you up to today? I, I, I'm going to Rowena's house. Oh, Rowena's lovely. Go and play with Rowena. Will you go and enjoy yourself? All right, mate. Right, you go on. I Lots think. of love. That's it. See you, Hal. <laughs> Bye. Oh. <laughs> That's the problem with working from home, isn't it? Well, Just it is the wandering. problem. I know. Well, you know, it's so I mean, I've had the cat sat next to me for the last hour as well. Yeah, he's, but he's, he's chiming in. Adorable. Um... I know, I feel bad now for talking about knob eating and knob painting. but No, he wasn't here then. That's good. It, oh, fine. Uh, and it is dry, savoury biscuits called the Dorset Knobs. Uh, it oh, takes place... the Dorset Knobs. Now I know yeah, now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jason Manford and the Dorset Knobs performing live. Uh, Kingston uh, Marwood College competitors underarm throw three Dorset Knobs each with the furthest throw counting as their entry. Oh, this sounds good. I'd be this into that. sounds good. Yeah. I'd be into that. The old knob throwing. Let's find when that is, uh, and we might go to that at some point. Uh, whether that's happening this year, a lot of these have been cancelled, of course, because of blooming uh, COVID. I've, um, got, I've found the. Uh, go on, what have you found? Egg egg throwing world championships. All right. Similar. Yeah. So this has been, you know, dates back Swarton Swatton, dates mm-hmm. back to the 14th century. In an attempt to boost numbers at the church, the abbot gave out free eggs. Oh, All right. Okay. Well, it's just like throwing up. Well, the, yeah, the river. No, the river flooded in okay. uh, thirteen twenty-two. Obviously, this is how it started. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, to prevented locals from attending church, so the monks threw eggs across the river, and that's how the tradition was born. Wow. Uh, additional events include a Russian egg roulette, in which competitors take turns smashing eggs against their own faces. <laughs> 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 of the six eggs available, five are hard-boiled, <laughs> one is raw. <laughs> that sounds good. I like it. Actual egg on your face. Yeah. I'd be into that. I'd be into that. Let's let's have a look when these are, definitely. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters. Because of the delay, I presume it's because of the delay sometimes between because we're obviously you're in Twickenham, I'm up in Stockport. Yeah. Um I was very proud earlier on of I, I threw a little pun in and you totally missed it. Oh, uh, what was it? We were talking about tomatoes and you were talking about spraying people down. Yeah. And I said, go on, have a go on me. Do it from my head to my toes. Oh, I didn't hear that. I know, it was very subtle. But yeah, it's good. I, I felt like it was worth... Uh, repeating, it was yeah. worth repeating, yeah, because I've got nothing for it. <laughs> um, hope you well this morning, you're up and about. Uh, we are going to be chatting uh, Disney very shortly, but before then, we're still chatting about these uh, weird festivals. I found loads, mate. They're all... Oh, there's some beauties, isn't there? Yeah, they're all in, like... The exact places you would expect. Ashbourne, Derbyshire. I know Ashbourne quite well. Yeah, well, on uh, Royal Shrove Tide Football, it's called. On Shrove Tuesday and Ash Wednesday every year, inhabitants of the small town of Ashbourne take in what is possibly the world's biggest 
longest football game. The entire town is transformed into a pitch. Men, women and children divide into two teams of over 100 players. Wow. The game itself, which can last up to eight hours, is not football as we know it, but a complicated endeavour known as colloquially as hugball. Goals yeah. can only be scored by predetermined players. Um, that sounds a bit ropey, doesn't it? Right, yeah. I'm up front. He's one of them. It's my yeah. ball. Yeah. Um, balls are grappled more often than kicked and players sing an official anthem before the music starts. There must be one lad who's like, you know when you play a 14-year-old on FIFA who just does, like, keep you up and flicks it over your head and just does your head <laughs> Mate, you're ruining yeah. this 400-year-old tradition. Stop it. Yeah, 12th century oh, is when it's long uh, time ago, isn't it? Yeah. first started. Um, historians have suggested that hugball matches developed during the Hundred Years' War with France and were attended as a display of contempt for the enemy. Another was more it developed gruesome during period. the Hundred Years' War or was that the first game? That was the first game, years. yeah. <laughs> so it, was, it was the friendly uh, against France. <laughs> <laughs> a more gruesome theory says that the Ashbourne match was initially played with a severed head after public executions in the town. Oh, that's ruined it, isn't it? But... Crikey, that's sports it, be on it. Yeah. <laughs> rainbow flicks with someone's not. I'm not into that. <laughs> that doesn't seem right at all. No. That's spoilt it, that. I won't no. be going to that one, Steve. Nope, that's out. <laughs> sorry, Ashbourne. I've found a brilliant one. It's cancelled this year. Of course. The Yorkshire Pudding Boat Race. I'm in. in, in I'm in. Tell me I, more. I don't even need to tell you. The I know Yorkshire exactly pudding, what happens. No, the Yorkshire Pudding Boat Race. <laughs> I mean, it's there, isn't it? You don't need any more. Oh, It was dreamt goodness. up by Simon Thackeray. Oh, he's called Thackeray. He's a Yorkshireman. A bit like nice. Jake, Jake Thackeray. And uh, <laughs> he stayed at the window of his local pub on a Sunday afternoon in the early 90s, and he watched uh, plates of roast beef and Yorkshire puddings float past and went... I wonder. <laughs> Soon, like Jack and the Beanstalk, a small seed of an idea grew into something much bigger. As the title suggests, giant Yorkshire puddings are made from flour, water and eggs. <laughs> then they're sort of painted, like to be waterproof in like, I don't know, several coats of yacht finish. Stop them going soggy. Yeah. And then, I don't know, is it just see which one falls apart first? Go wow. down the river, see what happens. I'm in for that. Are you up for that? I'd Let's do that next year. That. Let's do that next year. I think that sounds absolutely brilliant. So you actually, actually get on it like a boat. You sat in a, yeah, it must be like a, a you know, a big enough Who like a coracle. First? A coracle made out of Yorkshire pudding. And you just, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can't, they can't float for long. Yeah, but the yacht finish, if you've got the yacht paint on them, that's Yeah, I guess you'd get a bit, bit of rum seal on there it. There must be a rule that you like, have you put fiberglass in this, mate? <laughs> no. You must have to eat a bit of it to prove it's still a Yorkshire pudding. Because <laughs> you could do anything with fiberglass and make it look like a Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, exactly. You could paint it so it looks oh, Yorkshire pudding. A little engine underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Is that noise? Nothing. No, that's just my stomach because I'm starving. Somebody, Yorkshire pudding's yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah. This isn't helping, sat on the Yorkshire pudding. Starving here. I went uh, kayaking in a plastic one, not in a mm. not the Yorkshire pudding. I went I kayaking it. across Windermere. Kayaking. Did you? Honestly, yeah. Isn't it's, it lovely? Honestly, I, 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 as soon as I got I finished doing it, I thought, that's my new hobby. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. Weirdly, you don't, like, you don't build up a sweat. You don't really get out of breath. But my, my chest and my arms, because we yeah. were out, out for an hour. We were hour out and then an hour back, so two hours. Kayaking, you absolutely killed me the next morning. Right. I couldn't God, even I drive. Be, I used to be in a, uh, the Gailey Canoeing Club, which is between Cannock and Wolverhampton, when I was a kid for about three years. I used to go all the time. Look at that. There you go, you see. In the, uh, in the old canal there, and they said, if you fall in, you drink the water, you'll die within 20 minutes. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> they said, the floor of this uh, canal is lined with millions of dead rats. Uh, and the septicemia in the water, just, it'll just kill you instantly. So don't drink any water. And every wow. now and again, a, a barge would go past and you'd have to hug the side. And, I, and I, that's we've said it before, but that's when I saw a, a dead horse in the canal. <laughs> Happy <God>. days. <laughs> <laughs> What a lovely story, Steve. Thanks mm, for sharing Childhood that memories. <laughs> when I was a lad, we used to go canoeing with dead horses in canal. <laughs> Don't drink water, you'll die in 20 minutes. Except you couldn't even Google it. Millions of dead rats lying in floor at canal. <laughs> Now, I'm going to read out some of these, um, the names of some of these festivals and traditions yeah. that happen in the UK every year. Uh, and I want you just to stop me on the one that makes you go, I Good need talk. to know more about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, so here we go. Uh, Hunting of the Earl of Roan. 
Right. I mean, I mean, literally already I'm going, yeah, what happened here? <laughs> I mean, what this sounds like a Channel 4 show. This is okay. brilliant. In the Devon village of Coombe Martin, the residents reenact a 400-year-old manhunt. A man dressed in sackcloth and disguised by a mask is pursued through the town uh, by Berry Bond Grenadiers. Now and then the Grenadiers will catch and shoot the fugitive, but a hobby horse appears from the crowd, miraculously reviving him, and the hunt goes on. The this end finally like comes. Man. <laughs> the end finally comes when the hunt reaches the sea and the man is thrown into the sea until next year. That seems to have a long time. No, I'm I'm happy with this. This sounds great. Unusual. I just don't want to be the guy who's getting chased. No. Unusual as it sounds, the hunting of the Earl of Rhone uh, may have historical roots. The Earl of Tyrone, fleeing from Ireland in 1607, is said to have been shipwrecked on the Coombe Martin coast and hunted down by a regiment of grenadiers. Why uh, this uh, might have been adopted as an annual ritual by the villagers is unknown, but after being banned during the Victorian era... Uh, it's back. The, it's back, better than ever. The hunt has now regained its popularity with many locals dressing up and taking part. That sounds good. I'm, I'm okay. up for that. I imagine All that's right. definitely been cancelled, but, yeah, that does sound good. Well, I don't know, he's got maybe. a mask on. So, yeah, he's got a mask on, yeah, but I know. We, you can't get too close to him. No, that's true. Uh, World Toe Wrestling Championship, Derbyshire. I mean, Well, I, I know I can tell what, what that is, it's toe yeah. wrestling. International and and festival... that probably shouldn't be cancelled because as well, long as they're tall enough, apart. as long as you're a metre away... Yeah, you have to be a metre each, don't you, yeah? Yeah, yeah. International Festival of Worm Charming. I mean, I can see what that is as well. (laughs) That's in Devon. Yeah. Bog Snorkelling Championship. Bog Snorkelling? Yeah, literally... uh, Just snorkelling in a bog, you can't see anything. a, A unique test of skill and endurance. The only place to be is in a muddy peat bog. Uh, in Midway. I'm not sure that's the only place to be. <laughs> no, I don't think it is either. Uh, the World Gravy Wrestling Championship in no, Lancashire. I'm in, I'm in. You've, 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 there we go. Gravy <laughs> what they wrestling. need to do is get together with the, with the Yorkshire no, pudding boats. That would be carnage. <laughs> <laughs> the World Gravy Wrestling Championship is usually hen- held in August. It has been cancelled this year. Oh. Uh in their Proper gutted. To, <laughs> genuinely heartbroken. To raise funds for the East Lancashire Hospice and competitors-nominated charities. It's a wild and wacky wrestling competition in a pool full of Lancashire gravy. Wow. Contestants must wrestle in the gravy for two minutes. Points are scored for fancy dress, comedy effects, entertainment and wrestling ability. All the contestants <laughs> get sponsorship. abilities at the end. <laughs> at the end, yeah. <laughs> uh, to give their all because they're raising money for charity. Um, there's all sorts going on. Bouncy castles and face painting. Oh. Craft beer stalls, cake and tombola stand. Your wife loves a tombola, doesn't she? Loves a tombola. Yeah. She's got a problem. I mean, if that was more prevalent in society, she'd have to go to, like, a group. Well, I do every now and again when she goes, oh, I have five tickets for a pound, I just grab her and go, when the fun stops, stop. <laughs> I mean, the fun hadn't started yet because she hadn't won anything on the raffle tickets. So I've never seen someone so excited about winning a, a tin of beans. No, I mean, I've just I've completely lost it. <laughs> the stuff that's in there, I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Let's have a little last look through these um, these uh, traditions weird, that go around. Weird traditions, yeah. Uh, the Dunmo Flitch Trials. Flitch? What's a flitch? Yeah. Uh, the Dunmo Flitch Trials exist to award a flitch of bacon to married couples from anywhere in the world if they can satisfy the judge and jury of six maidens and six bachelors that in the 12th month and a day they have not wished themselves unmarried again. Oh, OK. Successful couples are then carried shoulder-high by bearers, humble folk, in the ancient flitch chair to the marketplace where they take well, the way the... they try and make it sound like a really old pasta where they're basically <laughs> just giving you a bit of bacon because you've not had a row with your wife <laughs> unsuccessful couples have to walk behind the empty chair in the marketplace this is your fault this, no, yeah. it's not, it's your, fault. this is this, your attitude is reason why we're walking like this <laughs> listen to me, you're not even listening to me now I wanted a bacon butt yes all I wanted you just they get consoled two seconds could you <laughs> I've only been married a year. <laughs> year and a day. Year and a too long. Get less for No, you don't. Console uh, with a... They win a prize of gammon, though, so it's not too bad. Oh, that's better, isn't it? That's actually better than bacon, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, a reference to the Dunmel flitch can even be found in the Wife of Bath tale within Chaucer's 14th century Canterbury Tales. Oh, the flitch so trials are held every four years in Great Dunmel, Essex. OK. Uh, right, England, we'll go so. into that. 
Hopefully that, we're on. Well, so it's like the Olympics every four years, yeah? I think me and Lucy would definitely be coming back with a gammon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Skipton Sheep Day in Yorkshire. Is it just uh, pretty sheep? And... Yeah, sort of. The racing and other sheep-related activities, which mm. uh, sheep, lambs, llamas even, uh, given the run of the high street for a special race. Oh, okay. um, oh, that sounds good. My money be on a llama there, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, there's the International Bognor Birdman Festival. You know about that. We've seen that in the well, papers. Yeah, I went to Bognor a couple of weeks ago and I saw the signs for it. And I was thinking, is that probably might be on this year? Is that when they just throw themselves off the pier with some sort of flying machine and see who can get the furthest? Essentially, what, that, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's basically a uh, human birdman attempts to fly off the end of the pier into the sea for prize money. It's up to 30 grand now. The prize money. It's worth having a go, isn't it? It's worth having a go, really, yeah. Um, and if you could travel beyond 50 yards, you can win a grand. It's pretty impressive, isn't it? It's worth thinking uh, there's, about, isn't it? Hey, there's the Gurning World Championship up in Cumbria. Oh, of course it's up there, Remember yes. that one? And now they put their head through like a toilet seat it's, No, it's like a horse's <laughs> thing, isn't it? It looks yeah. like a toilet seat. It does look like a toilet seat. Weird if you can get things. your teeth to come out a little bit as well, that's, that's the, the trick. Yeah, that's, that's the, the trick, isn't it? That's a cracker, isn't it? There must be somebody that. who's like really dedicated. You know, I'm having them all took out. Having all the teeth took out. I'm going to win next year. <laughs> what, these are all got to go. That's what's, that's what's holding me back. Teeth. You see? <laughs> I'm a genius, love. <laughs> what are you going to do for the rest of the year? What? Don't you worry about it. I'll be a champion. I'll be a champion. What are we doing with that gammon? <laughs> uh, well, we're talking about wives as well before. The wife carrying in Surrey. Uh, the practice of wife carrying, a race hosted annually in uh, Dorking, in which men carry their partner along a hilly 380 mil course, has a significantly less jovial history than the modern event suggests. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, would ima- I would imagine so, yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine that uh, <laughs> that dates to anything fun. Uh, but that could be quite fun. <laughs> Uh, wives yeah. must weigh at least 50 kilograms and those lacking in kilos must make up the weight in the equivalent of baked bean cans and must wear a helmet. Uh, the competitors must complete must the course. Must wear a helmet. That wasn't Bes- their tradition. <laughs> that was wasn't, it? no. Uh, beset by hay bale hurdles and the occasional cold water hazard. The prize, £100 and a barrel of pilgrim <laughs> ale for the winning couple who will go on to participate <laughs> in the World Championship in Finland. Ooh. A pound of sausage for the carrier of the heaviest wife. <laughs> Okay. We don't need any more sausages, mate. I mean, imagine you're coming over. The last thing we need. (laughs) (laughs) She's mad for sausages. It's the last thing we need. Don't give her more sausages. We'll win them again next year. Dating back to the Viking invasion of 793 AD, the race evolved out of the Nordic's rampage in which a monastery was destroyed and local women were carried off against their will. Mm. Let's celebrate this every year. Uh, It was only in 2008 that the tradition was revived in the UK, albeit with a whole new 21st century set of rules. Mm. Principally, the women have to be willing. (laughs) Yeah, and they've got to wear a hat now. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Right now on AbsoluteRadio.co.uk, you can win a 100-inch projector system, a sound bar, an ice cream maker and a popcorn maker. That's oh my just goodness. a cinema, isn't it? That's a full cinema. A whole ultimate at-home cinema experience, and it's all thanks to Disney+. Plus. Uh, if you don't know what Disney+, Plus is... Where have you been? They've been the saving grace of lockdown. Mm. Uh, It's the streaming home of Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel and National Geographic all in one place. I mean, we've watched it pretty much every day. Yeah, my son loves a Pixar film, so we've, yeah. Yeah. Although, although that said, my wife likes going back and watching sort of like, she watched Turner and Hooch the other day, that's on there. Oh yeah, there's all sorts on there, isn't there? I know. Weird old films. Well, I sort of linked it in with uh, the kids schooling when we were doing homeschooling i was like because there's national geographic documentaries on there mm. so we ended up just watching loads of documentaries loads of animal ones um stuff stuff for the because my older daughter doesn't like she's like i'll watch one but is there any animals like ripping apart another animal yeah, don't like that either she's not I mean, massively it is nature into that. but i'm not really into that yeah she's like oh do and i saw i sort of had this argument with her i was like yeah, but it's just nature. She was like, yeah, but I don't need to see it, do I? I was like, well, yeah, Good no, that's point. true. That's yeah. point. But that's what's great. There's loads on there. We watched, um, uh, we ended up watching The Making of Frozen 2. That was... Oh, that good? Well, just watching the amount of work that goes into uh, an amazing cartoon like that, they, that they all absolutely love, 
I don't know, just sort of give them a little newfound respect for it. But even like um, Imagineering, that's amazing. The Imagineering uh, story, mm. um, they're like our documentary, all about the history of uh, how Disney started and... They're fantastic, but the animal ones are great. There's one for obviously you've got a four year old, and my five year old loves it as well, uh, which is uh, baby animals. Oh, yes. Is this oh. National Geographic stuff? National Geographic on Disney Plus, yeah. The baby animals one. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the little chimps. Oh, mate. <laughs> May. May. Honestly, little fingers and everything. Little, little faces. <laughs> it's great. Um, that's great. And also, Jeff Goldblum's got. Uh, some on there as well, which are um, weird but funny and also in- informative. So and Honey I Shrunk the Kids, <laughs> and you can watch Honey I Shrunk the Kids, which is not really a documentary, Steve. But uh, no, I know, but it's on there. But I guess you could learn from it, like if you do invent one of these don't devices, shrink your kids, don't shrink your kids. You That's get a kid. lesson. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the Imagineering story is worth the uh, yearly subscription. By itself, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, also, if you haven't seen Rogue Trip on National Geographic, then make sure you check it out this weekend. It's a Disney Plus original series taking viewers to some of the most visually stunning corners of the earth via guides Bob Woodruff and his 25-year-old son, Mac. Episodes include locations like uh, Colombia, Papua New Guinea, Ethiopia, Pakistan, Lebanon and Ukraine. And you can stream them all now, either at home or on the go via their App, head to absoluteradio.co.uk to win that wonderful prize, the home cinema, thanks to Disney Plus. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hey, guess what I did this week, Steve, for the first what? time in a long time? This is going to annoy some people. Um, I played Five Aside. Oh, did you? Yeah, you're allowed to play five aside now. You can't go watch Hamlet, Steve. No. No, no, no. no. You can't watch Hamlet. Uh, you can't do that. Uh, but you can play with ten sweating, breathing men running around a football pitch. Um, lots of the five aside people are at peak of physical health, though, as well, aren't they? Oh, oh yes, we were absolutely. Goes. Yeah, And you no, probably was... all did the scan of the temperature scan before you started. Yeah, to be fair to Power League, uh, where we played, uh, they were they were on it when it came to the you know, making sure everybody was well enough and, and oh, okay. you know, hands washed and, uh, you know, we had to bring your own ball <laughs> and all that. Yeah. And, um, and I guess, you know, none of us would rock up if any of us you, were showing... You wouldn't you know, think so, would you? Illness and all that, yeah, exactly. But, my God, I am I am unfit. Yeah. I am yeah. unfit. I think the weird thing about football, though, is, like, you could be fit enough to run a marathon and still not be fit enough to play a game of football. Do you think? Yeah, hundred percent. Like there's, you could run twenty six miles and then be knackered after ten minutes of football. It's just a different sort of exercise. It's the short, short runs here and the concentration and the you know using different muscles. Like this is why Mo Farah doesn't play football. Exactly. Exactly. Although I think he did play soccer. Oh, okay. (laughs) But yeah, don't get me wrong. I think. if you're um, if you're healthy enough to run a marathon, I think it helps. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying that. But yeah. um, sudden bursts of speed and all that. Oh my god! I am I I was so sore afterwards because obviously, I, if you've been following me on social media, you'll know I've been trying to do a bit of fitness recently. Yeah, I've been doing my couch to five k. Yeah, I've got, I've got the app. You on, what are you on there? You got the app? Yeah, I'm on week. Uh, I've just finished week two. Um, and you can so pick. So you like run for thirty seconds and then. Walk yeah, so it 20. changes each week. So the first week was yeah, you run for a minute and then you mm. have a rest for ninety seconds. I, I remember there's a there's a big jump at some point where you, right. you're doing that. Run for a minute, rest for two minutes. Run for thirty seconds, rest for a minute, and then one week it just goes right now. Run for four minutes and then you got thirty seconds off. And you're like, hey, what? Yeah, hang on, hang on. I seem to yeah. remember there was a massive jump on week two or three. And I think the word running, you know, that's well, different to different. We used people, to call it jogging, it? didn't we? We used to yeah. call it jogging, but now it's running, isn't it? Yeah, mine's, there? <laughs> mine is not running, and it's certainly not. I wouldn't even say jogging. I don't even think I go faster than walking. Is it limping? What are you yeah, doing? It's cry. It's mostly crying. Crying and limping. Um, yeah, but I'm sort of jogging, but my legs are only going as fast as if I was walking. Yeah. <laughs> like Do you not... feel like like uh, Wallace and Gromit in the wrong trousers? Like your yeah. legs are 
Like you're telling your legs yeah. to do one thing and it's doing its own thing, but it's not happy with you. Yeah, pretty much. And I've got Sarah Millican in my ear who does the couch to 5K. Oh, course, she's, the yeah, couch. Yeah, she's the coach. You can yeah. choose Michael uh, Johnson and, you know, actual uh, athletes, but I just thought, well, I'll go with Sarah because I know... I know she's, yeah, and I know she's got you know she's got herself a treadmill and she does a bit of running each day as well. So I know it's coming from a place of knowledge, in as much as she's been unfit and she's trying to get fit, rather than Michael Johnson, who's always been fit. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean. I prefer the realism of ah, oh, come on, pet, you're doing really well. Yeah, that's nice. You know what I mean? I quite like that about it. You know, all right, just another minute on, then you can have a banana. Like I quite like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah yeah. doing the, uh, yeah. the, the in my ears, which is pretty good. So yeah, so I'm doing that. That's me getting fit and um, trying my best. I, I just feel I'm 40 next May, and I just feel like after 40, trying to get fit after 40 is going to be w- even harder. Mm. Yeah. So that's my plan is to is to get down to a level where I mean I'm looking at pictures now from 10 years ago, yeah. where when I thought I was fat, and I you keep were. thinking to myself, God, I wish I was that fat now. Mm, that's, yeah. <laughs> so it's obviously a psychological thing, but I'll get there. I'll get there. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge. This morning on Absolute Radio. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, always a lot of fun to chat to you. Uh, you can see us. Uh, well, you can see me on Thursday night. Thursday night live. On the internet uh, at the weekly standup.co.uk. Go and log on there. The uh, tickets are five pounds, five pounds, and uh, you get nearly two hours of stand up. Uh, we've got Russell Howard this week, he is our, uh, our guest. Uh, we've also got stand ups up from four brilliant UK and Canadian comics this week as well. Uh, so log on, uh, theweeklystandup.co.uk, grab your ticket. You can join us on Zoom as well, on a front row Zoom if you fancy, or you can watch the stream on uh, on YouTube and whatnot. Um, and it's always a great laugh. It's a, it's a really fun show, and it's uh, it just means you don't have to go out. You don't have to, you don't have to put pants on if you don't want to. It's, it's, it's the perfect night in. Uh, so that's at theweeklystandup.co.uk. Thursday night's live at 8 o'clock, or you can watch it anytime up till midnight on Friday. What have you got planned? this week steve um what am i doing this week uh, a bit more writing i'm just doing a bit of writing at the minute so i'm just sort of sat uh, sweating on a couch somewhere writing a lot of fun <laughs> nice nice mm. uh yeah i've not i don't know what i'm doing this week actually i've not got just i just sort of do the stand-up thing on a thursday that's all i've got going on and the kids are off school now but that's no different to what we've been doing anyway so no yeah anyway enjoy the rest of your sunday have a lovely week and i will see you next sunday here on absolute radio Where real music matters.